the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome to Inconceivable. I'm William. I'm Alex. And I'm Wesley. And we are your Jedi Masters, teaching you the ways of the Force. Aren't you excited? It's not working. <laughs> We're not good guides. <laughs> you guys need to work harder. You're working hard. Uh, this is apparently the Dress Nice uh, podcast because we're all wearing button-ups for some reason. I always dress nice. Not planned. I hardly ever wear button-ups, but today I made an exception. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I saw the video for our most recent episode where I'm in a tank top. I'll never do that again. <laughs> Why not? You can, like, see, you can, like, see my farmer's tan. I'm just sitting there so, like... What, we'll label, I wasn't prepared for we'll, this. <laughs> we'll label that officially the podcast where Wesley gave up on life. Yeah, Wesley's like midlife crisis. The, 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 the episode that's that the biggest changed. crisis you have having a bad tan line. Because let's face it, that's the best thing you could have for a midlife crisis. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'll let you know when I get there. All okay. right, we are ready to get started. We're gonna flip our friendly time goblin. Um, and I'm going to talk about uh, Rhode Island Comic Con, which is coming up um, November 10th um, throughout still, the entire weekend. Still sad that I didn't plan far enough in advance to go. I'm sad too. Okay. You need to so come to more cons year. with us. Yeah, I, I do. You do. Wes, uh, I'm going, and Alex is going, so yeah. we're excited about that. We went last year. Was <laughs> yeah, we did. Mostly a good time, but we'll give it to that later. Mostly. Um, First thing I want to talk about Rhode Island Comic Con is their impressive uh, list of guests, which I have only seen something close to this uh, from um, San Diego Comic Con, like the Comic Con. Mm, yeah. um, I'm just going to read off some of the uh, A-listers that they have here. They have Norman, uh, Norman Reedus, uh, Andy Serkis, Mark Ruffalo, Sebastian Stan, Paul um, Bettany, William Shatner, Christopher uh, Lloyd, Ian Mc... What's that Dermid. one? McDermott. Palpatine. Palpatine. Do it. Um, freaking Elijah Wood. That makes me fangirl a little bit. Um, okay. Dave... Um, Baut Baptista. Baptista? Yeah, some of these names Dave are Baptista. Jeez. Um, Drax. Um, yeah, they ha yeah, that's Drask. Drax. They have the guy who plays Luke Cage, the guy who plays the Punisher. They've got a lot of Marvel people here. Uh, they've got some Harry Potter too, including Wait, um, really? yeah, Jason um, Isaacs, the guy who plays. Oh, that's right. He plays yeah. uh, Lucius Malfoy. Plays Lucius Malfoy. They've got. Um, Wasn't he on the Flash? No, no. He they had like they had um they had Mark Hamill on the Flash. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. They've different. got. I swear, they have like half of Star Trek generation. Like, it's true. Except it's, for the one that I really want to meet, and you know, Sir Patrick Stewart is not going to come to this. They've got uh, excited about Stranger Things. They've got um, Gaten. Uh, Who? Oh, that, that kid. Which one? That one. The, the oh, the cute one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to meet him. You know yep. which one He's we're talking there. about. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the curly hair. They've got Sesame Street. Um, they've got wrestlers too. Surprisingly. Are you um, excited? Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna meet any of these people? WWE. Um, 
I'm not going to be any of these people only because I just don't um, like paying. I don't like buy stuff at cons. I like cosplay is what I put money into cons. So by the time I get to the cons, I have enough money for food and miscellaneous stuff. So um, I like occasionally will buy stuff from the artist alley. I don't really buy anything from the dealer's room. Um, and the only time that I did a celebrity photo op was for um, Jenna. Jenna Louise Coleman, which is like my oh. number one uh, celebrity crush. So Jenna, that you know, had I'm to help. St- I'm still jealous of you for getting to do that. It was worth it. I remember it um, the first time I went to a con and I saw the guest speakers from a distance, like over on the other side of like a um, like flagged off area or whatever. And uh, one of them was John Barrowman. Mm-hmm. And I, I told my friend later on, I said, like, yeah, I saw John Brownman from a distance, and she was just like, bless your beautiful eyes, and I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. That was... John Brownman said yeah. it to you? No! Oh! oh. So, yeah, yes, oh. John Brownman came up to me it's after like, I saw him from a distance and said, bless your beautiful eyes. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> so I just scrolled down further to see um, the rest of their list. So, you know, they have all... Uh, they have more kids from Stranger Things as well. More? They have more. You guys excited to meet the strangers? Um, you guys they have the strange kids. Strange kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna meet some strange kids. <laughs> they have a that. lot Don't of uh, OG Power Rangers, which is really exciting. Um, they have Princess oh. Freaking Bride people. They no. have Wesley himself. Um, I didn't know I was gonna be there. Yeah. It sounds like we're. Are you just doing a big advertisement for the people who are, you're not gonna meet? Yeah. <laughs> I so these are all the guys them. William's not going to meet, guys. He's not going to meet them, but you really should. Depending on how they do it, I'm able to see them from distance. But, or sometimes you get I'm gonna, lucky. I'm going to just pine away from them. Sometimes you get lucky and you get to see them walk in and out of the cons. Oh, my. You'll see them from so a distance. Lucky. Twice. But um, don't go up to them because that's their time off. So This is, just, this is the episode where you learn how creepy con kids can be. Let's face it, though. You already yeah. knew that, didn't you? They have... Like, so many big, like, like so their main things that they have people from is The Walking Dead, Star Wars, Star Trek, Princess Bride, Luke Cage, uh, Power Rangers, uh, the Go-Go Power Rangers, to be specific. Back to back to the Future, they have wrestling superstars, um, a bunch wait, of... Wait, wait, go back to the Power Rangers one. Show me that. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Power Rangers, so you'll okay. have to look at that list. Go-Go go, go Power Rangers. So it's, it's the original Mighty Morph... No, wait. No, no, no. It's... it. They're from multiple series. So... Yeah, you've got the original Red Ranger. You've got the Red Ranger from Turbo. You've got Tommy. Everybody knows who Tommy is. Yeah, so there's, there's a variety there. Do you guys remember Sounds the story about um, a guy going to a con saying that he was going to kill one of the Power Rangers or something? He was dressed mm-hmm. as the Punisher. And he brought in like a bunch of guns. He was able to um, get it past security and stuff. Wow. Man, the, 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 amount of, the amount of crap that's happened uh, recently. Like, no and, wonder. And like all the Punisher related things too. Well, yeah, like, like, they pushed back. They pushed back the Punisher release. They said they were going to push it back, but it's actually coming out November seventeenth. So. No, they did push it back. It was supposed to come out middle of October. It was. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because I was going to talk about it like two weeks ago. I'm so sorry. That's nah, okay. So yeah, and um, they did have Chuck Norris on their list, but he actually canceled. So. Oh, uh, I saw because I saw you yeah. post about Does that. Yeah, I thought that was the coolest thing. But I mean, who doesn't like Rhode Island? He should have been very excited. Yeah, who knows. Who knows? I shall stick quiet. Well, yeah. I saw the best comment about that, though, when it was 
uh, official for like it was official for like three hours and they took it down and then uh, he eventually found out it was because it was cancellation. Rhode Island Comic Con likes to forget that it ever happened. Honestly, <laughs> you find no record of it anywhere else. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I had to dig to find out what the heck happened. Um, but uh, yeah, someone said it's like uh, Rhode Island Comic Con's not having. Um, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is having Rhode Island Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so for those who don't go to cons normally, when cons have like a guest list, there's usually about a dozen ones that you've heard of mm-hmm. and probably about two you actually care about. This is nuts where there is probably about 50 guests here that I know. I like listed off just like like rambling a little bit with them, but there's like a hundred guests, and I so know like, like half of them. I was gonna say you listed off the ones you care about, and that was like a ton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I was just going back because mm-hmm. yeah, going back care enough that you aren't gonna go and say hi to them. I just because you know how <laughs> expensive of, they yeah. are. No, you don't I, have to buy anything because you can just go up and say hi, and then make them feel weird. Always. You're not buying yeah, anything. Not always because um, when I met um, Charlie Cox, just going up and shaking his hand and, and talking for a little bit was free. It was like sixty bucks to get him to sign something. Right, to, Wait, to have really? him sign something. But yeah. wow. But yeah. but yeah, Boston Comic Con. We're referring to Boston Comic Con. Um, they did allow you to see them free, but a lot of times they will only be there for photo ops, and you can't just go up to say hi to them at photo ops. Yeah. So it's only if they're doing signings, and depending on how they have yeah, their the signing set up, are different. Yeah. yeah, and it's depending on how they have their signing set up to whether you can actually meet them. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can go to a panel though, because that way you don't have to stand in line. Uh, really that's true that a lot great. of that's a good point because a lot of guests do have panels mm-hmm. um i know that um uh what's his name uh guy from torchwood um john barman john barman did we just a couple, talked about him did, did a couple panels at boston comic-con and he's wearing his tardis dress for that one yeah, a dress. Like, he, yeah, he's wearing a TARDIS dress. So like, and then he finished off by like singing. I forget the name of the song. He was singing a song that I only knew from the Minions from uh, Despicable Me. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> That's way I knew the about worst the song. Way to I was hear just about thinking, something. I'm like, you're singing it wrong. Oh my word! Because <laughs> they were singing gibberish. But no, that was interesting because they had a big curtained off area at Boston Comic Con where they'd have the really big like high. It was their speakers. main stage. They didn't yeah, have their, a part. It of was the main curtained stage. off though. Yeah. It was curtained off for only like certain people could get in. So. We would take a peek into that area when we'd be going up the escalator. So I look back, and then I, I don't really, it doesn't really register. And then I look back again, and I see John Barwin in a TARDIS dress, just walking around on stage. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, classic. I yeah. remember when we were at Boston Comic Con, and like we were we were, we were kind of geeking out a little bit because of the the walk the Scott the, the like the walkway up above. Yeah. We're um, like, oh man, we can look <laughs> in on like the stuff that's going on. And like as soon as one of them started, they lowered the shades on the. It was already like, close oh, on well, that makes side. sense. Yeah. yeah, but what are you excited about Rhode Island or for Rhode Island? Well, I I think it's impressive that because they've had to invest a lot of money and time and efforts into making this happen. Because I have never seen anything in the Northeast anywhere close to this. In fact, uh, New York, New York Comic Con just happened. Their guest list does not even compare to what they to have Rhode Island. Yeah, wow. um, I didn't see their guest San list. San Diego is the only con that has a consistently has like. Well, because the thing about San Diego is that San Diego is up to a level where they make announcements. They show like first time trailers regularly there. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically the Comic Con unofficially. Like Comic Con is not like a trademark thing, but if yeah. you were just to say Comic Con. And you're not like someone who avidly goes to cons. Yeah. People just assume yeah, San Diego. Yeah, I know Diego. San Diego gets the biggest publicity. 
So they have the most right. things. And because they do all these announcements, you have all these big companies that go there, so they're mm -hmm. going to bring their cast with them for these announcements. Mm -hmm. So naturally, they're always going to have the best cast lists because of that. However, for Rhode Island, basically had to go out of their way to do this. They don't have a huge list of announcements or big things. Just your standard. Just, they're just getting people right. to show up. They're just and getting say people. Hi and, yeah, and yeah. that's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and this all sounds fantastic, but there is some concerns I do have, and that's uh, when we went to uh, Rhode Island Comic Con last year. There was a lot of overcrowding issues, and for those who went to Rhode Island Comic Con two years ago. Um, would agree that was even worse because two years ago they had to stop on Saturday. They had to stop letting people in because there wow. was a fire hazard for how many people was in the buildings. Do they have a plan on how to fix that? Maybe they should just not sell too many tickets or something. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a thing, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you have a certain amount of people, certain so amount of tickets, and they can let them. Were in. they new? How long has Rhode Island Comic Con been, it's been around? around for a while? I, I think they're still years, trying to figure out the layout for the right, place that because they're at. they have. Oh, okay. They've been in the convention center for at least a few years now. Then mm -hmm. they recently expanded to the Dunkin' Donuts convention center. Two yeah. years ago was the first time they had the Dunkin' Donuts convention, which is um, connected by Skybridge. Uh, which yep. they will decide that it's one way depending on how they feel like like it's always one way but you don't know which one way it's going to be like it's it changes really throughout annoying. the con it's not great um but and i believe at some point saturday they were temporarily not letting people back into the con i think it was like for an hour or something like that two years ago no, last year. Last year. I'm pretty sure it was Did like you why run into we that? were. No, no we, we didn't run into that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because that was during lunch. Because we went to the mall, which is also connected by a skybridge. Yeah. Um, and by the time we got back, it was all fine and dandy. But two years ago, it was for like half the day. So people wow. who only bought just one day tickets for Saturday weren't able to do anything at the con, basically. And that as sucks. far as I know, they didn't get any sort of reimbursements or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, Rhode Island, I, it has a special place in my heart just because that's where we met a, yes. a good chunk of our, our cosplay friends right now. But the layout Shame was... Shame on you, Rhode Island. Yeah. Get your crap together. Yeah, but the layout was so difficult to navigate. So we'd have to go through the Dunkin' Donuts Arena Center, mm -hmm. um, and we'd have to go through security, and they were very like funky on what we were and not and we were not allowed to bring in, yep. like weapons and props and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, on the website, it would say one thing, and then there was... Like, there was uh, cops and then uh, people who were working for the con there, and they'd say two different things. And then we had to go through um, metal detectors and all this stuff, and then we'd actually get into the Dunkin' Donuts Center, which is basically an entire circle of people just walking. Mm, yeah. And it was just really, really difficult to the, navigate. And The whole layout of Rhode Island Comic Con suffers from a lot of bottlenecking. So you've got your Dunkin' Donuts Center, which is basically a two-layer circle. And in the middle, this this is where they do, like, hockey games and stuff like that. So they use that area for all the guests because they just fill it up with line queues. Mm -hmm. um, but on the edge, where you usually have all the concessions and stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, they have, like, booths and random stuff there. Um, and they've got, on the lower level, is usually where they do the kids portion of yeah. their thing. Cool. So you've got two levels there, but the thing is that in, or on, in order to get from there to the Rhode Island Convention Center which is a separate building. You have to go through the sky bridge or you have to walk outside the building all the way down to the um, other side of the convention center, which is opposite to the Dunkin' Donuts con convention center to get in, huh. um, which there's only there's only yeah. two entrances and they're both not great. So you've already kind of lost me. It sounds kind of complicated. And then, the Rhode, complicated. <laughs> and then the Rhode Island convention center is like three layers 
with mm -hmm. your dealer's room and panels off to the sides. So basically you've got all these, you don't have a lot of circulation going on. You've got yeah. all these congested so, areas. So tell us, tell us who you're going to be cosplaying while you're there. Oh, uh, I'm going to be cosplaying, um, Jeez, I just set up my lineup. Uh, you're gonna be doing Roy. That's yeah, a fact, right? uh, yeah, I believe no. you're serious black on Friday. Serious black on Friday, uh, because I'm going to attempt to not have to wear a wig and facial hair by just growing out all my stuff until then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, I'm going to have a Roy for most of the day on Saturday, and then Peter Parker at the end of the day because I have a photo shoot with a Gwen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sunday I'm going to be doing Ospin all day. Cool. So. And I was going to do put Roy in for the contest, um, but one the contest is on Sunday this year, which is really weird. I've never been to a con where the contest is on a usually Sunday. on Saturday. It's a it's, bad idea. In general. It's a main event, and then another thing is that the contest starts at four. And four on Sunday. Yeah, so wait, people, wait, a lot wait, of people wait, are getting ready to leave wait, almost. The con like they're thinking starts about, at four on no, Sunday. No, the contestant. The, the, the contest. contest. Oh, oh, the contest starts at four. So okay. that's like for four o'clock. That's, that's usually when people leave. Or they're thinking about anyone who or... traveled to the con usually leaves at four. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then for a contest, uh, I looked up. They're going to have up to a hundred regular uh, contestants and up to fifty kids. Huh. Uh, so 13 and under. So that means you're looking at 150 people. That contest is going to be probably two hours because um, I was in the contest last year. It was very, like, I will say this one thing is that it was n completely new people who were organizing this contest. The people mm -hmm. who originally done it the past few years stopped doing it. So they had a completely new team. That being said, um, Rhode Island, for the size that it does, really needs to do pre-judging. They do not do pre-judging by any means. So you mean, like, take a look at all the contestants and their stuff beforehand? Right. So that means they have to do a long so process. So they of, have, like, an intermission then? No, right. no. They just try to kill time, which they oh. did very badly um, last year. It was, they were not... Boston Comic Con's was laughable, too. That like, was more entertaining, though. I, that was yeah, more entertaining. Yeah, entertaining and where you felt bad for him. Oh, you're talking about the guy the who's guy. hosting? Yeah. Oh, he was just weird. He was bad. Anyway. Um, but no, like, but the thing is, is like, there was still entertainment to that. With yeah. this, it was just like, you could tell they were just trying to find things to talk about. They and got just, the, given like, the, the buying the judges' the time. The thing is for, that they got to the point where they're actually having, well, they're doing like a sort of Q&A, and then they got to the point where they're actually letting people from the crowd go and sit up on stage with them. Mm -hmm. So me and my friend, Bree, we actually went up there to ask if we could go on the stage, too. And right when we got up there, like, they, no, were letting we're they were letting everyone back on. Oh, like, okay. okay, here are the results for the yeah. contest. It was just not well planned out um, due to a lot of just things that they could have been easily fixed, honestly. Just not a lot of preparation. They had all the cosplayers wait outside for a total of an hour and a half because they were half an hour late. So everyone who was in line for cosplaying and all the people who were in line for just general admitten, uh, admit, admittance was like waiting for also an hour and a half because a lot of people wanted to get good seats. And there was an mm. even bigger line for the people just wanting to watch it. Yeah. It it was bad. All right. Um, so, so what are you looking forward to well, from say, Rhode Island? We're trying to like that's move all, it along. Yeah, 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 that's, no, I understand. That's that's all the bad to, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I talked about the things talking. I was going for it, all mm -hmm. the bad stuff. And here's the here's the hope. Well, yeah, like what's so, your go ahead. Um, Anime Boston had struggles uh, last year. Mm -hmm. um, a lot to do with uh, security um, and getting people inside the actual convention center. 
they did an excellent job this year, cool. especially because the weather was absolutely horrible. So it was crucial that they got people in mm -hmm. side. Um, the longest wait time I ever heard from Anime Boston this year was a half hour to get inside the building, which may sound like a little bit long to some people, but for instance, Rhode Island Comic Con last for year. For a con, that's really, really good. Yeah. Um, Rhode Island Comic Con last year had up to three hours before you can just get inside. So you can imagine what that's like. And these were people who already had their tickets. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about people buying tickets. These are people just trying to get in the building. Let's just remember, we're talking about the things that we like right now, right? Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> Anime Boston had that problem. They fixed it. And their security team, I don't know what they did to change it, but all the people that I, at least my experiences and from my friends' experiences, were all good very chillaxed and reasonable about all the props and stuff like that and they kept people moving on at a decent pace mm -hmm. um lines definitely were not long for security which can also happen too um and kineticon uh kineticon this year like everyone agrees that anime boston was uh great this year as far as the staffing goes kineticon is still more on a mute point people still have complaints about that my personal experience and my friend's experience no problems we had a great time the only legit um, concern that I had uh, brought up to me, which is still definitely good uh, good to bring up, is the fact that uh, they were having a hard time with providing handicap um, access to certain oh, okay. parts of the building. They were denying people in wheelchairs access to uh, elevators, um, hmm. and that was the only way to get certain places, yeah. and that's, that's a huge no-no, and that's yeah, something that they need right. to fix. Besides that, they did a great job. I went Thursday to get my pre-registration. Mm -hmm. um, just as a comparison, I went to Casacon Thursday pre-registration. Had to wait in a line for two and a half hours. Not wow. as bad because it was Thursday, so there wasn't anything to really miss per se, but mm -hmm. it was still a two and a half hour wait. Went to Kineticon, got my ticket in 30 seconds. Wow. It was that quick. They were... I don't know, like, I don't That's know nice. all the background stuff to how they make this happen, but they well, did it right, whatever it Boston was, the process. Boston was really quick, too. Boston was good, too. But they've never had problems in the past, okay. so they've had a system down. Cool. Um, well, they were also at a new place uh, this past year. Yeah, which you guys didn't like as much? No, it's just, like, they didn't use the space right. that they had. So I'm giving, figuring it out. I'm giving them a pass okay. this year. Yep. We'll be talking about it next year if they don't change anything. Cool. I can tell you that so right now. You guys will um, hear from us. Yeah. But, so, AB improved, Kineticon improved, Rhode Island can improve. And I hope that they looked at these past examples that were made well-known in the convention um, areas and the people who come and go to these places. Cool. Um, hopefully, they follow this trend of, like, fixing stuff and improving times because... Um, I don't know if there's much they can do about congestion. I know they've already had talks about moving to somewhere else, mm -hmm. but they said that wouldn't happen until at least two years from now. So that's something we're just going to have to put up with for now. In the meantime, do a better job with how many people you actually give tickets to. Yeah. That will solve your problem on the front end. And just do a better job of getting people inside the building, both on the security and, and tickets end. S make two separate lines for pre-registration <laughs> people and people who are trying to buy their tickets. More it's lines, not that hard. I'm just worried cool. about going back and forth because you're going down on Thursday, right? Yes. And I'm going on Friday, so I'm going to have to stay at the hotel. But I'm just worried because we have to leave the hotel at a certain point on Sunday, right? Does that mean that we're going to have to park like in the city somewhere, like both of us in different cars? Because I'm not looking forward to that and getting outside of the city, city either because I'm not well, good at driving. Rhode Island is not nearly as guys. bad with that with like Boston. Anime Boston also suffers from the fact that it's in like a very dense part of downtown. Boston Comic Con's not as bad. It's towards the edge, so it's easier. Yeah. Don't worry. You guys will have time to figure it out. Yeah. Cool. 
All right. So, so I've done ranting about that. I don't are get you guys me wrong. excited for Rhode Island? Tell I'm us excited. What you think. I am get still pumped, excited. Man. I'm very excited. Um, like we said, we met a lot of uh, new friends there. Um, this Rhode Island Comic Con last year was the first time we went multiple days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stayed at a hotel for. Um, so it was our first full weekend con experience, and we love the crap out of it. Um, it's more of the fact that actually when we went, we didn't know better about how much this sucks. Like, oh, I guess it's just like what a con like this size is like. But then we go to the other cons, and we're like, no, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest problems for us last year was that they weren't really clear on what kind of material material we could have for certain props and weapons. Mm-hmm. So our friend Spencer made like these amazing prop weapons oh, like, out yeah. of wood. It was like yeah. it wasn't hardwood or anything. Yeah. But they said, oh, all wood is hardwood. So we were outside on Saturday, just sitting outside for like over an hour, trying to wait until he could get into the con so we could get his keys for the car. Right. So it was just a really big bummer for a long part And of the just con. in general, the security just was not friendly at Rhode Island Comic Con. There wasn't like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, these are the rules that we have in place. And unfortunately, we can't let you in. It was a very just... It seemed like they weren't treating us like normal people, you know? The people at Boston were nicer for Anime Boston than Rhode Island. Anime Boston was actually my favorite experience with security people. Those people were super nice. I had one guy open my camera bag, and he's like, yo, I have the same camera. And we had, like, a little small conversation there, and that was nice. One of them even joked Um, around with me, and I'm like, this is weird. It doesn't take that much to make a good impression on people. But you get it, though. They're having a very long day, and not to get everyone out. Yeah, Um, and... You know, just go show that, you know, just a little effort makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Just like our friends at Nerd Caliber, who always take their time when it comes to um, interacting with cosplayers, whether it be on the web or in person. Is um, this an ad read? This is an ad read. Okay. You, <laughs> ruined, you ruined his flow, man. so clean. <laughs> this podcast is also brought to you by Nerd Caliber. Since 2010, Nerd Caliber has been bringing you coverage of all sorts of things nerdy, both on its website, Nerd Caliber nerdcaliber.com and its YouTube channel. They have everything from movie, TV, game reviews to how-to articles and videos to opinion and thought pieces on the topics of the day. But Nerd Caliber is best known for its convention coverage and in particular cosplay at conventions. The website features new photo galleries from recent cons nearly every day and the YouTube channel has new video interviews, funny skits, and cosplay showcase compilations multiple times a week. In addition, Nerd Caliber has added new regular features, like its weekly Nerd News video roundtable, live on Facebook at 8 p.m. each Wednesday evening. New to the website is its gaming news roundup called Patch Notes, and on YouTube, the cosplay creator interviews series Behind the Scenes, moderated by award-winning master cosplayer Lucky Grimm. Um, Check out Nerd Caliber on the web and on YouTube, or on Facebook for tons of nerdy fun. We look forward to seeing you at Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah, they did pretty great with getting their content up from AC. They did. Because uh, the AC was last week, and they got two videos up by the end of the week, I guess. Tell you what, their content is just top caliber. No. no. no All right, okay. Boo! Boo! <laughs> Moving on. That. We are flipping our time goblin. Gary. And I'm going to be talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, specifically the fifth movie, which I just watched today. <laughs> um, this I also partook. You so sort of partook. I you were on your phone. I, I, I saw it in theaters. I have so. not partaken, but I do love me some Pirates of the Caribbean. You, I, I partook. Uh, well, get ready <laughs> for me to, to rip apart this movie then. Spoilers are ahead, Mikantis. Yeah, a lot of yes. spoilers. <laughs> um, this movie... 
This movie had a lot of potential. It's Nothing starts out good when you're... <laughs> this movie... Uh, <laughs> sigh. Well, this movie started out great. It, um, it was doing very well because it brought back a character that we hadn't seen since the third movie. It was uh, Will Turner. Um, mm. But he was in a completely Mr. different... Bloom. He was in a di- completely different um, kind of part of life than he was in the previous one. Like, he's basically taken over being Davy Jones, and he kind of... Uh, he he's like turned into a barnacle man and stuff, and he's just barnacle like, boy. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and it was really cool seeing him again, even though he wasn't my biggest. Like I didn't care for him that much in the other movies, but it was nice to see a familiar face. Right. Um, so they were doing really good with that. The story looked like it was going to be very interesting. It was basically about his son who grows up and he wants to free his father from the curse that he has. And this this guy this. Young male lead is the Nightwing I was talking about. A couple of episodes um, back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it was starting off really good. Like it was dark. It was depressing. And it was like, oh, this this looks like a movie that I can really get behind. And then it brings us to Jack Sparrow. And Jack Sparrow is not the guy who we like fell in love with. You know, like he he's always been you know smart, kind of silly, but he's smart. Al- he, you know, he's always like. He's, you can see that he's thinking things through. Right. He's always been clever and stuff. In this one, he basically bumbles along throughout the entire story. He doesn't do anything really clever, and that's kind of progressed through the other movies, but in this one, he was just dumb. So, like, usually Captain Jack that I'm familiar with, he does a lot of bumbling, but he also has a simple goal in mind. Whether right. it is just getting a ship, finding this treasure, well, he's got something. What is he? What is he going for in this movie? Well, in this one, he's being hunted by a cursed pirate crew again. Again, <laughs> um, uh, it was a. Well, it's not a pirate crew actually. It's they actually, actually a, they actually tell like the backstory. The, for, like they tell you how Jack became a captain. Yeah. Which oh. I'm just like, why in a, didn't in a they flashback. explore that before now? That, okay. So, Five movies in. So they had some very good moments in this movie. Yeah, there, there was, was the beginning, parts. and then there was a flashback, and then the end of the movie was pretty awesome too. But the stuff in between, it just felt flat. It didn't feel like it was anything that you're really interested in. The mm. characters weren't that great, especially Captain Jack. Mm. And How did you feel about On Stranger Tides? On Stranger Tides... Because I was, like, 14 years old, I really enjoyed it. Okay, I was going to say, because in general, people like this new one better than the last one. I enjoyed, I really enjoyed certain aspects of this movie. Stranger Tides, it was a fun time. I really, Blackbeard was great. I think Blackbeard was a pretty good one. Pretty good. It was a long time ago. (laughs) That was six years ago. It's crazy. You'd think they could have come up with a better story than this one. But <laughs> is that uh, just the general disappointment that you've been kind of waiting? It's not like we've been waiting. I haven't been for, super excited no. about new Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I felt like I enjoyed it, but I saw it in theaters, and I'll be honest. Why did you I see en- it in theaters? Did you? Did my you cousin. Think it was my, be good? No, no, my cousin wanted to see it, and I okay. love my cousin. All right. Well, um, sacrifices were made. <laughs> to be fair, I I enjoy most movies I go to theaters to see. Yeah. I really like the the theater experience. Well, visually, this was a very cool movie. Like the the cursed crew, they looked really cool. They used different effects for it compared to yep, the and other I, cursed crews. It was pretty unique. Yeah, hmm. it, they like so they had um, it was like the, only parts of their bodies were there and like yeah, just spate, but like but nothing. they weren't really rotting. It looked like they had been like blasted to pieces and stuff. Yeah. 
as opposed to the original Curse Pirate crew. And then there was yeah, it's like their Jones body. Crew. It's like their bodies were like mid explosion kind of. And also like, as if they were in like water and stuff. Like everything was flowing around. Like their clothes, their hair. Yeah. It was really cool. The effects on the crew were very good. The effects were really good. They also brought back a lot of the music from the originals, which was fantastic. The actor for the villain was also really good. Uh, what was the main villain for this one? Uh, Salazar. Slytherin. Did, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah did, did they make Captain up this Salazar. character? Did they make up this character? Or is he historic? That, I'm not sure, but I think this the story was kind of based off of a book, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but it was a Spanish. It was a Spanish it was a, crew. It, though. it was a Spanish crew yeah. that was hunting down pirates a while back, and then they came across Jack Sparrow in his uh, youth, and oh, he was weird seeing, um, weird seeing his face digitally, digitally altered. It looked really good though. I think, I think it looked creepy. Um, <laughs> Not as creepy as Princess Leia in Rogue One, though. That was, no. We will get no. into that. <laughs> that was... That was I, that no, was that, okay. that was weird, How was that man. weird? How was it that was, weird? It, it was... Was it because she had a shiny face? It was like... Have you ever heard of that, like, effect? Like, that, like... that like People are going to know what I'm talking about, but I can't get the words out. That scale of, like, oh. of this, the realism scale, where it's just weird. Where, yeah. It makes you uncomfortable. It's that point where it's almost human but not quite yes, human. Yes, and that's what it was with the Princess Leia in Rogue I, One. It just it, There was some moments that felt awkward for Tarkin, but for Leia, it was a very quick scene and I thought they, like, that's the best digital... I don't know, I just saw it and I was like, oh! <laughs> I was excited, man. I was oh, like, I loved it. I loved Rogue One. Darth, but we're getting way off topic. Yeah. Anyway. Rogue Pirates. One was better than Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Yes, just we've established that. that. We all know that. It's true. Um, I Honestly, I didn't know that this story was going to feature Will Turner's son. Because when I saw the trailers, I thought it was just another random, you know, good-looking guy who's going to team up with Captain <laughs> As Jack. Always. Like, Great, there's another one. Who just cares like, about this Keep guy? going on with the adjectives. Like, this guy's really good-looking, like, well-to-do. Well-to-do. Yeah. <laughs> well-to-do. Long <laughs> hair, nice face, great Lucky. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Not fair Gets at all. the girl. Again. Um, is this... Um, Elizabeth's uh, son, son as well. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's here's the thing, here's okay, thing okay. William. Will Turner and Elizabeth got <laughs> married, and sometimes they have kids. No, that's <laughs> not what I'm talking <laughs> about. William needs to know where babies come from. I was confirming. Who else's baby would it be? I was not confirming. <laughs> Did you watch Rise Caribbean Three? The, the girl, though, the the young female lead. She Inter- was so- interestingly, she is. A uh, scientist. And Barbosa's daughter. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, I was, like, hoping... I was letting... I was going to let you uh, the say The problem of that is that they did not... <laughs> no. Specifically a horologist, which oh, they have very good jokes for that. <laughs> my mom... What was it? My mom is, too, but that's not something to be proud of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I should know. Wait, what? Um, oh, no, the problem is that they did not establish that very well. Because, like, halfway through the movie, she meets Barbosa, and he's like, oh, you're going after the stars, you, like... It, just, it was just, it felt like it was pushed in there last minute, it did not feel like it flowed well with the story, it was kind mm-hmm. of cool, but it, I, honestly, it was pretty forgettable. It, yeah, so, like, it in the moment, where it's like, oh, that's nice, but then, like... I'm like, great, but after, the mo- had it, after looking back at the movie, you're just like, well, that was kind of irrelevant. Again, it's, the problem is the continuity, because... She is the same age as Will Turner's son, but Will Turner's son was born after Pies of the Caribbean 3, which is after, like, way after Captain Jack and Barbosa were teammates, right. or, or mates or whatever. 
Um, <laughs> just Métis. <laughs> Métis, aye. Um, but Captain Jack and Barbosa talk about it as if they know about the history, uh, like, of, oh, where her, her mom well, and stuff. Maybe she is a little bit older than Will. No, she is... You don't think so? Okay, the last time they're they... young, it doesn't look like no, it... no, no. The, okay, <laughs> the last time Captain Jack and Barbosa were actually mateys, the last time they were mateys was like fourteen, like thirteen, fourteen years since, like before Pirates of the Caribbean three. So she would have to be like in her mid to late thirties, which make uh... would make her almost as old as Will Turner, which would make her as old as this guy's dad. So, no. You as old as my mom. I thought about this. It's weird. I Jeez, don't like it. Work. I, I just feel like we missed something. I don't know. What do you What do you think we missed? I don't know. What? I don't know. What? Are you just, talking about the story? For line? there to be that big a plot hole, I feel like there's something we missed. <laughs> okay. Clearly, there's going to be a sixth movie. No, I. They'll explain her agelessness in the sixth movie. <laughs> there you go, guys. We're going back to the Fountain of Youth for Pirate uh, Six. Right. What I did like about this is that it felt like they wrapped up the story very well. Like, do you want me to spoil some more? <laughs> I can spoil some more. Spoil it all, man. I don't care. So they, they get an item called the the Trident of Poseidon, which breaks the curses across the seas. So it breaks the curse on the Spanish guys going after Captain Jack. It breaks the curse off of which means Will Turner. And all of his pirate crew, and that means he can go back onto land and be with his waifu, uh, Elizabeth Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I've and never, so I've never had that thought of anime clashing with Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, you now I want a Pirates of the Caribbean anime. anime. Dang it! Will Turner gets to be with his waifu. We have words like hubby. What about for the wife? Yeah, all we have is waifu, so I'm going to go with that, all right? So, <laughs> Just, Lord, strike me down if I ever use that in real conversation. What, the word waifu? Yes. <laughs> Too late. You already have. No, like actually talking Look, to a girl if I ever get to Will do you that. be my waifu? <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie had some really great parts, and then the rest of it was pretty much garbage. The thing is, is that Pius Caribbean 1... The thing that was most mostly far-fetched was the cursed pirates. But other than that, it felt like it was really grounded in reality. It was a pretty yeah. Other it, than it the... felt like it, you could, like it, it was tangible. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it could happen. You know, except for the glowing rocks and the what the trident rocks? and the how the I'm ocean the, split. Like I'm Moses talking about the first movie. Oh, the first not movie. this movie. Oh yeah, this, this movie was garbage on that point. So, in this movie, I'm gonna spoil some more stuff for you guys. Do it. There's this point where. Captain Jack is stealing a safe in a building, and he has these ropes tied to it, and they go outside of windows, and they are attached to horses that oh, are going to yeah, pull it out. Oh yeah, that was ridiculous. It was so They, they dragged the whole building they, away they with horse-drawn carriages. They broke the building before they broke the wall with the safe like st- like right next to it. Yeah. So you see them riding downtown with like maybe eight horses with a building behind them, and they're turning left and right, and it was so so. Dumb. Yeah, that and was I really hate dumb. it. I hate it. And I'm <laughs> turning into Michael from Rooster Teeth. <laughs> Rage. This movie made me angry. I did not like that part because Pirates Caribbean One. Again, it was grounded in reality. Pirates Caribbean Two. It started to shift off a little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. Pirates Caribbean Three. It started to get worse. Pirates oh, Caribbean. But- but Davy Jones, man. Davy Jones was cool. <laughs> I like but how it just got <laughs> it, gets, it gets convoluted. It breaks so many like 
the idea of like what you can and can't do. Captain Jack got thrown around 50 times in this movie. He should have broken something. He's an old man. And he did break something. What did he break? He his broke like pride. a book. No, he was still fine. I didn't I don't like... think his pride could ever be broken to be honest. So, I Too much room. <laughs> so, I went on IMDb, right? And I looked at what their they're always reliable. What's other Wikipedia? No, no, don't even get me started. All right, as a, college, as a college student, Wikipedia they're a lot better than they used to be. All right, they provide sources. Good for you, you going to Wikipedia. college, stay in school, kids. Yes. Um, but yeah, I went on there and they they basically listed the ratings for each movie, and it just goes downhill. Um, Literally. Well, it says that this movie did better than the previous one on Stranger Tides, but. Stranger Ties, it felt like it was a little bit more enjoyable just because it was a different So, kind of to be story. exact, Alex has it written down. I have this written that, down on That the book. new one did better by 0.2%. By 0.2, yeah. So, 6.6 .6 to 6.8. Yes. That's, and I also have. Was the um, first one got an 8, the second one got a 7.3. That's, like, that's like from a C to a C. And the C three plus. got a 7.1. <laughs> yeah, uh, this. I think so. they just have really watered down this this uh, series, and it's gone. It's for money. It's like, gone. It is. It is for money. Disney, what you doing? You know what's funny? I look at the budget that they've had for these movies. <laughs> I have those numbers too. Dang. The first one had 140 million, and then they grossed 305 million at the box office. They get, they went a little bit higher for the second one. They used 225 million to make the movie, and then they got a gross of 423 million so for that. Then it starts to go downhill. They they did a budget of three hundred million for the Holy third one, and they made three oh nine from that movie. Oh. And then for the fourth, that's one, why they stopped for a while. That's like, why they went down fifty million like, dollars for the fourth they, one. Yeah, they lost money on Pirates Four. Oh, they did. They lost bad. They 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 made that movie for two hundred fifty. So they went down fifty million. And they grossed two hundred and forty-one million. Oh, so they actually the lost not all a lot, but they but the lost newest money. one's revenue is still coming in, right? No. Yeah, no, I don't think so. They lost money on the new one too. Dude, you have no idea. They lost. <laughs> so they as of right now, they barely made half. Oh, it was say the say the numbers. I am not surprised. Okay, so the budget was two hundred thirty million. So they went down another twenty million for Keep this movie, which is from the, the previous a dime movie. in the bucket when we're talking like hundreds of millions of dollars it seems maybe like. but still you can see they're just like oh, I'm not so sure about this series anymore put this in perspective more money than you guys will, will ever touch in our lives a lot of money but for a movie as crappy as that that sucks so that's kind of how much so they okay so the budget was 230 million uh, 230 million the gross was 171 million for the box office jeez that's that's insane. That's so insane. It's insane. They yo. were doing great with this stuff. <laughs> just just stick series. to the pirate Stop rides, it. guys. I think that they should Get have... Get some help. Live off of nostalgia. They should have stopped at three. Three was starting to go downhill. They should have stopped then. I know it's a money grab, right. but when you're losing money, you're not grabbing nothing. And that was the time where they, like... <laughs> I mean money. And that's the time when they made just nine million, right? So that was the time where they were just yeah. like, whoo, like, breathe easy. Like, that was close. We still made money from uh, that. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Oh, they didn't make nine million. For, they lost no, nine million. No, three, the third, third one. one. Oh, for, like, so the third yeah. one was like close call. Ooh, like, okay. oh. oh yeah, we made nine million dollars. Yeah, we Disney. <laughs> yeah, it may not seem like uh, like oh that's a lot of money, but when you're considering how just much money they the Marvel, invested in it, just ride the Marvel hype train. Yeah, like Marvel might have a uh, might have build a recipe for a certain kind of movie, Dude, but they have content. And they for have Ragnarok, characters. currently holds a ninety-eight in Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yes. 
I'm people are calling it like the best Marvel movie today. I know that's always the thing oh. when a new one comes uh. out, but I'm excited. This is at least the first good Thor movie. <laughs> I mean, be honest. The other two were, you know, whatever. First one was okay. Second one, I think they tried too hard with certain things. And it's part one in a three-part arc for the for the Hulk. I don't know. And oh, the three-part... Wait, He's what? not going to have what? his own movie. It's going to be like there's a story arc going on for the Hulk now that is going to go that is going to span th- through three movies, movies. and through it starts other people's movies. Yeah, Yikes. like like the movies will be or Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Infinity War Two or whatever the second one's called. I don't like know. you're going to see a full like Hulk arc. All I know is that Marvel is still able to make good movies because the last several movies they're at least able to make. They haven't movie. been crap. They've yeah. been pretty good. I am so excited for Black Panther. That movie looks awesome. It's coming out in February. Yeah, I the didn't trailer know came I out. I thought it was that? coming out later on next year in like November oh, or no. something. So I thought it was coming I'm gonna out. I'm going to be honest. Unfortunately, that's Aquaman. The, coming the trailer out came out. Everyone was like super stoked for it. And I'm just like, yeah, looks good. It doesn't look I'm anything so, special to me. I'm so hyped for Black Panther. You know what? I'm like, just, at this point, what are you hyped for? So, like, at this point, all I'm going to say is L- that lame stuff. I'm not... Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Rhode <laughs> Island Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is that since my hype levels are low for that... <laughs> His hype levels are low, guys. He needs some... <laughs> we need to motivate him. Get him, him some oxygen! No, no, no. Because then if my expectations are lower, then I can go into it, hopefully be pleasantly surprised. Your, your, your hype levels oh, are low because of Spider-Man Home. I'll just say your your opinion on Spider-Man: You're still pretty salty about that. (laughs) A little bit. That's just the movie existing. You just need to watch Spider-Man Two with Steven and I. What about Um, me? You can watch it too. Okay. Um, No. Steven and I are watching the original Spider-Man trilogy right now. You gonna watch Spider-Man Three also? Reliving some good memories. What? You gonna watch Spider-Man Three also? Okay, I actually enjoyed Spider-Man Three. I'm not saying it's good, but I enjoyed it. I'm not saying that his dancing was half bad. Okay. Prevent it might rage, have been creepy. Prevent rage, prevent rage. I know, yeah. <laughs> Cannot flip the sable. It's not what? enough room for me to flip Spider- the sable. No, instead... Was Spider-Man 3 a trigger for you? Instead. Or... It's something I'd rather not talk about. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's all, I've, I've had only... my rage moment. Let's leave it at that for this podcast. You can have it another yeah, time. We can have a separate rage segment if you want. I'd yeah. Yeah. expand. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we, we talked about that last week, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all filtered out so, for well, Spider-Man 3. How do you guys feel about the, the series of Pirates of the Caribbean movies that we've had so far? Like, what what did you think of the first couple? What did you think? I, of the, you haven't seen the fourth one, have you? I haven't seen the fourth one. I haven't one. seen the fourth one either. And I've so, only seen the original trilogy once. I've only seen each one of those. I watched the, the first th- movie for like a week straight when I was a kid. I know, your, your a, family, whole family is obsessed with those. It's a, it's a very yeah. entertaining movie. Like, they just have a lot of fun in it. Yeah. It's fun, it's yeah. simple, it's a good time, and there's swashbuckling, and when you're a kid, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I, but that's, that's, yeah. To this, Am I day, wrong? to this day, though, I cannot help but see Orlando Bloom as Legolas, and he's, he's just, he's so much of a pretty boy that... <laughs> Wesley is, is jealous. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> he's such a pretty boy. I'm jealous of the Hulk, okay? Why? Because he's green? So, that's my favorite your, your man crush, apparently, is Will Turner's son. Your oh, main crush is no. Orlando Bloom. I didn't, what did I you say were going on and on about Will Turner's son. Yeah. I wish I can't believe he's so young and he's the hero. <laughs> I'm not, I, hey, there's a difference between being jealous and having a crush on people, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. But yeah, what was, what was you guys' uh, thoughts on the other movies? Because you haven't seen that. I haven't, I haven't seen, the seen a lot. See, of I love them so much that because I think I got really disappointed when people like I wanted to see the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie, then people watched it and they're like that movie sucked. I'm like, oh. 
I guess, I guess I won't, I won't see, see it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Dude, don't listen to one. other people's opinions about that. Like, but okay. see, here's the thing is that Pirates of the Caribbean as a whole, like if I could prevent myself from watching Spider-Man 3, I would go back in time and tell my, don't do it. it. Don't okay? do it. it Love like Spider-Man like for Lan- 1 and 2. Just like the Green Lantern movie. No. 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 Listen. No. No. They, they not that movie. They weren't good, but they were. It was not good. It was not good. It's not even bad. It's worse than bad. So you telling me you didn't have fun at all. With Green Lantern? No. You didn't have fun at all. Oh, I, that, I, that was the most copy paste movie I've ever seen. It was bad, but the I enjoyed it. The bad guy had a scrotum head. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> Why was that the movie paused? Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. It How was bad, but I enjoyed watching it because it was bad. Yes. That's possible. No. <laughs> it can be it. bad yes. enough where you like it. It can be bad enough that you like it, but that's not Green Lantern. Green Lantern is worse than bad. It's crap. <sighs> I am sorry, guys. I'm not having it's a full great level. time right now. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, rage is, rage is, is to the all, max all right I feel now. like that I'm much more entertaining I, when I rage. Take us I, away with I the... really, really liked the first three parts of Caribbean movies. Okay. I don't feel like trying to taint what those movies did for me. Mm-hmm. And I like remembering the franchise as like a really fun, like like you say, with the childhood. Like, yeah. It seems weird to call it childhood. Like, was it really that long ago? Like, that's crazy. 2003 to 2007? Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah, we yes, were young. Oh. We're young, we know. Yeah, the first three <sighs> movies came out but those within were, four years of each other. Those were great. Um, and I just want to remember those for the great movies that they were, and I'm sure as Hollywood like would like to forget the last two and for the not commercial successes that they were. Hopefully um, they stop at this point. I wish people. Well, that's like this. Like no, this way no, no, worse. no. If, if you've seen this newest one, you know they're gonna make another one. Have you seen the Wait, gross for this one? It doesn't. It doesn't it matter. It didn't even make half. D- they're they're rolling in money. They can take a loss. They'll release another pirates movie. Guarantee you. What if you Guarantee look at numbers? You. It's stupid. They have smart people at this company, right? Obviously Do they not. have smart people at Disney? Probably I think so. Not. Probably. Hopefully. Anyway, I'm uh, done. I'm done with this rage. Take us I'm away. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. I think I'm more entertaining when I'm uh, when I'm raging and stuff. <laughs> I think you're more entertaining when you're cosplaying. Oh, thank you. Speaking of cosplay, Cosplay Realm magazine (laughs) is monthly internationally published cosplay magazine that launches on the first of every month. It was created for cosplayers by cosplayers. I forgot to say at the beginning, but this podcast is sponsored by them, if you didn't know already. Um, And they are big on crediting everyone who helped bring a cosplay to life. From the creation process to the photography process, all the way to the finished polished images. Inside, you will find 40 high-quality pages, including exclusive interviews with your favorite creators, artists, geeky fashion, makeup, and photography tutorials. You can check them out at their social media at Cosplay, Cosplay Row Magazine. For more info on how to submit and get your cosplay, yes, your cosplays, you could be in Cosplay Row Magazine. Really? Yes, all you have to do is submit your photography at cosplayrealmagazine.com slash submit. Do it today! But I don't have any photography for it. Yes, you do. You yeah. have a whole Instagram account just for it. But that's crappy Submits. pictures. It's not. Most of it's crappy pictures. You just had a photo shoot with uh, Just Flash remember, Ford. you don't have to be that good That was to win. months ago. And so that's not my not best it, cosplay. It doesn't make it irrelevant. <laughs> if they ever do... Um, it, they wouldn't do that. But if they ever did a Rooster Teeth... <laughs> Rooster Teeth, like, featured, like... 
Hey, they make it there. Yeah. Apparently, I'm the third best John on Instagram due to a certain poll. You're you're the best John, in my opinion. Can you tell that to the other people who got that? I will. Names? I'm gonna. I'll <laughs> tell them. You're you're I'm steering more to salty salty I'm levels not again. Salty. I'm fine. Don't I'm fine. steer away from the salty. <laughs> I I have a good way to steer away from the salty. Let's talk about Justice League. Oh, I don't know about that. No, it's getting. <laughs> I don't have any salt. DC with that. movies. DC movies. I, after Wonder Woman. I'm so glad after trash talking Marvel, we get to trash talk DC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We were no, were we no. Trash I'm talking. Trash what talk. we're talking about Brides of the Caribbean. No, I'm sorry. We were talking about Green Lantern. We did some heavy oh, trash yeah, talking did. on DC. It's, Who am it's I kidding? Too easy, guys. It's way too easy. Uh, so, so Justice League. Justice League is coming out very, very soon. Why are you speaking so loud? Because I'm super excited. I'm going to move this cup away from you. It's you should good. be moving the mic away from... I'm not going to touch the mic, though, because it <laughs> Okay. So, Justice League. I'm super excited about Justice League. Really? Tell us why. I'm, t- I'm, gonna t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you why. Get to the point! <laughs> That's so, my bit. So, <laughs> Justice League, the story is, so far, uh, Batman is, is inspired... Um, by by Superman's act of heroism and, and self sacrifice, yeah, that he has assembled a team to fight against a threat revealed to him in his dreams. In his dreams, in his huh? dreams. Well, th- this is actually pretty comic book accurate. So when Darkseid is getting ready to invade a world, um, he often Im- appears in the dreams of the people of that world, and they're not necessarily foretelling events that will actually happen. It's just a work of your subconscious. So does so he like, put himself in their dreams? Or? Yes. Yeah. When why he, would he warn them in advance? I, I don't know if it's like a side effect or like of him just like being there. But when when Darkseid gets ready to invade a world, the people of that world dream and have nightmares about Darkseid invading. Wow, that seems like a so that's a sucky thing to have when you're gonna do something bad to someone. I, don't know. I thought it was creative though that they they included it in BVS. Um, so Batman yeah, v so Superman for you non-nerds. Yes, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's cool, but we're not going to see Darkseid yet. Uh, we're going to get to meet his uncle first, Steppenwolf. Um, but the significance of that is he is like the general of the Parademon army, and which is what, which is the flying demon things, basically like, like. I don't know, alien, alien versions of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's pretty this much movie like, sounds awesome already. I know, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. Honestly, though, like, people are freaking, like, so they had tests, they had uh, test screenings. People love The Flash. Uh, people are kicking themselves that they're actually excited to see Aquaman. I'm excited. Like, they're, they're, well, I'm they're really like, excited. They're like, no, I'm so ready no, to be you've over seen this the trailer. He looks Aquaman. so cool. And that's what we're getting, though, is they're like, if you had approached me five years ago and said that the character I was most excited to see in a DC movie was Aquaman. I would I would have said you were, you, no, you had so, to be kidding. No, so I watched the Justice League um, animated show when I was a kid. He was um, cool then. Yeah. And this one is is about- more based on that Aquaman than the classic Which one. Which is good, because I enjoyed Aquaman in that, and I thought he was cool. So, like, that was my main impression of Aquaman. That might have been, like... 90% of what I saw Aquaman in. Mm-hmm. So when people were talking like, oh, Aquaman's lame and all this stuff, like, no, he was fine. Now, yeah. how, are you talking about the show where he's, uh, he's Just in Atlanta? Just Unlimited. The yeah, one the where he gets his hand cut yep. off? That no. was a really good story. Actually, that's not the one I was talking Dude, about. Dude, watch that one. No, but that, that's the Aquaman that's in Justice League, the okay. animated series. I'm talking about like the OG like Justice League. You mean the one riding a dolphin? Probably. The one with <laughs> the long hair? That Aquaman? With a beard? 
No, he just because that's the, the blonde one. hair and his orange and green oh, suit. Okay, no, okay, no. Yeah, we're talking so, about the good one. Yeah, we were talking about the one from Justice League Unlimited. The one that was watching was the good one. Here's what happened. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll that's tell you the one Jason uh, Momoa. That's the one, yeah, that's the one Jason Momoa's Aquaman is based off of. The one with the long hair. Yeah, so, I like the new Aquaman. I guess it doesn't really matter what he's based off of. Can I, can I tell you the story, though, about the, the, the one-handed Aquaman? Though? Do it. It's really cool. So basically, he gets... This was a 90s thing, This was way. really <laughs> awesome. I only saw this a few years ago, and I didn't finish the show. I, I'm hooked but, on the story. No, but he gets his hand trapped between two boulders, like, underwater... By I think it was his brother. He just rips it out. It's like no, no, no. so mad. Hundred twenty-seven oh, hours of underwater. <laughs> so, so like these these uh, fissures like in the ground start to break open and like stuff starts to fall down. His baby son is gonna fall down there, oh, yeah. and he has his arms stuck uh, in the like in the mm-hmm. the rock. Um, and he literally just cuts his arm off so he can go and like save his son. And it's a really really so... powerful thing and very deep in a cartoon. He and cuts his like arm off to save his son. Yeah. yeah. So Actually, his son is going to go into the lava, like the, the fissure, and die. It's, a, it's just a baby. He's going to drop it. So he literally cuts him. his hand off to go and right. To, right, to save his kid. Sounds great and amazing and touching and all that. Wow. However, what's his superpower? Uh, Aquaman's? He, he has a lot he of can, super, he, he super can, strength. So he can, he can telepathically like talk to... It's not like talking to them. It's more like... His his brain his brain signals brain waves his brain like his brain waves right. they, it's like so it's dull telepathy basically so he's right. able to get them to do like, he's able to command them yeah. yes yeah yeah so and he's also the question is why right, didn't he, he just, use that superpower to save his son instead of cutting well, off his arm how long are well, they gonna how, take to get there. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of time. I don't know. Maybe there like, were no worries. Were there any sea animals so, nearby? Maybe they so, were all scared away from what was happening. I, it's a great sacrifice. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but, but here's my thought process. If your superpower is a very specific thing, I'd imagine that being on your mind... For, like, So, for instance, if okay. you were Superman and your hand was stuck in the boulder, what would be the first thing you'd think of? Oh, use my super strength to get myself out of this situation. But these Superman, are really Superman, big rocks. Superman <laughs> is virtually invincible. Pretty much invincible. Okay. Aquaman I was using, is not no, that look, strong. I was just using an example with someone with superpowers. Okay. Okay. And Superman, let me tell, let me yeah, Superman is just pulling so his arm out of the rocks. All I'm saying is that his first reaction to to what to, to how to fix this should have been his superpowers, especially because he doesn't need to be mobile for the superpowers to work. He's okay. like, yo, my son's phone, get him. Swordfish comes down. Well, 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 if your kid is gonna die right away and you have your hand stuck and it's between you cutting your arm off or thinking, hey, wait a second, I have the superpower. Hmm, let me think, how am I gonna who am I gonna grab to no, go just, down there and save I am save taking them? the reins from you guys Let's and talk about just back the, uh, over here. Alright? Calm your jets. We are all cool. Speaking of which, Wonder Woman drives a jet. I don't know if we'll see it in the, in movie, the movie. I don't know. I've never seen it. But she has the... Inf- <laughs> yeah, because it's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy about that joke. Um, I don't want you guys to get too carried away with that, though, because Jason Momoa's Aquaman still has both of his forearms. Right. I'm just, you mean his hands. He doesn't have a son. We don't even get to see his wife until yes. the Aquaman movie in December. Waifu. Um, waifu. <laughs> he said it. Aqua waifu. Aqua waifu. Um, but, um, so, <laughs> so, Zack Snyder directed Justice League, but um, Joss Whedon took over for most of post-production and filmed his own, the scenes that he wrote. Because Zack Snyder asked him to write some scenes for Justice League, and then he himself directed those scenes for the movie mm-hmm. and uh, took care of most of post-production. 
Um, Do you think that's going to greatly affect I think the... it's going to positively affect the movie, and the cast really, really loved working with him. Um, okay. And so... And like I said, test screenings were really positive for Justice League. They loved The Flash. Um, people loved Aquaman. Um, it is not... It is pretty common knowledge that everybody is in love with Wonder Woman at this point. Yeah. Um, is that anybody? It was great, and it's things are so taking off. With is that. anybody excited for Cyborg? That's what I was saying. That's I'm my concern. Is I, that I'm he hoping, is just nowhere right I'm now. I'm hoping he has some more oomph because the only times you see him in the trailer, he's talking kind of like, "Don't worry, Alfred, I got it." Like when he's like in Didn't the bat. Didn't think you're a real is, Batman. Is yeah, he like Alfred's like, Alfred. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I hope he's got some more of that like booyah, like from from the, Teen Titans. Yeah, from Teen Titans, just a little it's bit a little more, bit more charisma. Yeah. To be fair, the guy got pretty much blown apart, so he might not have a lot of booyah inside yeah, of him. Yeah. So this is not the original backstory for Cyborg. This is the backstory that they created for him for the New Fifty Two comic line. Okay. Which is um, another thing that happens when Darkseid invades a world is he sends down these things called Mother boxes um each each race gets one so there's an atlantean one there's a human one there's an amazonian one mm -hmm. the human one like um some so something happens to victor stone and he's like pretty much just a torso the mother box like fuses with him and makes him cyborg why so that's would his new origin dark side did that he sent yeah. those why he would he send down, down weapons i don't remember what the purpose of them is I, oh, oh. I, th I think they might be portals i think they might be portals for the parademons to like but 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 oh, but man. why would you send potential weapons to your enemies that you're going to invade? Oh. I, I don't know. Okay, yeah. But the, that's just a lack of our understanding. That's that's not. I'm a, sure they'll, a they'll bad explain it very well. Yeah. Um, what do you think Shame about the villain Steppenwolf? Because we don't really um, know a lot about that so, character. So so the actor described him as being kind of like really really experienced seasoned but he's tired you know like like he's just kind of like all right you know i've 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 ha like i've had it let's get this over with i'm i'm sick of fiddling around with with petty mortals like yeah. um i'm looking forward to that because this is like a this is like an an extraterrestrial race of like like gods if you will um they're from the yeah they're from the planet apocalypse mm -hmm. Um, and there's a whole other backstory there that I can't wait for them to explore. It seems like they're really uh, picking up the pace with the Justice League movies and uh, other movies and stuff. I think the DCEU is on the upswing. Um, I hope um, so. I really hope that this movie is good. I'm not sure because... Wonder Woman definitely helped them. Well, yeah, um, obviously. Um, the trailers look really good. The only thing is I don't really care for certain this certain ways that it looks because it looks like it's either really dark or it's really bright red in the fight scenes and stuff okay so a lot of people a lot of people are unsure about that the reason i like it though is because um whatever you think of Zack snyder i've always been a fan of his cinematography and how he makes the comic book movies look like comic books mm -hmm. like like they're act like they're comic book panels so the the like the sharply contrasting colors and the bright mm -hmm. atmospheres, I like those because comic books are really like in your face and colorful and the yep. settings are dynamic. Um, and Zack Snyder did that with um, Three Hundred, which I still haven't seen, um, which is very good. Um, he did that with um, with Man of Steel. He did that with BVS. He did it with so Watchmen. He did it with Watchmen, which is another fantastic comic book movie um that was my favorite that was probably my favorite comic book movie 
um, before Marvel and DC started picking things up. Young kids because I was like two thousand nine. No, 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 no. That that is an R or unrated okay. movie. I still haven't seen it either. So I own that. You can borrow it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely excited. When is that coming out? It's coming out in November, right? It's coming out November 17th. We are, like, super, super close. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to go opening night and probably see it three more times that weekend. Oh, dear. I don't so. know if I'll see it opening night. I'll definitely see it, though, because, I mean, it's like this is their first entry to their... Um, I mean, because, like, Batman versus Superman was just, like, that wasn't really... So let so D- we, we DC's, talked about that, though. DC's standalone movies for this universe have have been very positively received. Their team movies right. have not. But so Suicide so, Squad was, and BVS were not were not popular right. because they well, had too many characters and they didn't handle it right. Man of Steel and Wonder Woman were positively received. Mm-hmm. But this will be different because these are characters that they've built up. Yeah. And it's very so similar to the Avengers. Now they have so, enough credit where this is going right. to work. However, so... If this is if this movie is a success, great job for DC. After Woman, Woman, Wonder Woman, they're on a good trend. And imagine that if the Justice League movie is good, then Aquaman is almost bound to be a hit. Yeah, um, I think so. That's is... like a good pattern. However, uh, what do you think will happen if the just say like worst case here on the movies an utter flop? I think I think Justice League um, has a little bit of a make or break potential for the DCEU. Um, I am confident that it is going to be good. And I know I speak with a bias because DC is my favorite. Yeah. But I, I There's honestly... There's a lot out there to support that this is going to be yeah, a good movie. Yeah, I honestly think Justice League is going to be very good. Um, and if it is, it is going to give DC that much needed confidence to keep moving forward with its mm-hmm. movies. They're going to anyway, but it's I think it's going to give them that like, all right, let's really, let's really get these out there mm-hmm. and... Because Aquaman's wrapped filming, that's ready. We're we're almost ready for that yeah, come December. For that. Yep. So do you think that if this ends up not being good or well-received, they'll stick to just the On regular standalone movies? On the chance that movies? Justice League is not well-received. Um, so much so, so they were, where they wouldn't want to do another one. I think they may I think they may just shift focus. I don't think they'll... The DCU is not going away, but I well, think they'll shift not, focus. No. I think they'll try to lean more on Wonder Woman, get that sequel out faster. Mm. I think they'll try to lean more on Wonder Woman and then see what happens with Aquaman. Um, because, you know, um, with without... Uh, Wonder Woman is obviously their biggest success right now. Right. Yeah. Oh, the biggest and arguably first... On this caliber, Man of Steel is okay. But Man, Man Wonder of Woman Steel, was great. Man of Steel was an above-average movie. It was, right, it was good. It, right, uh, Wonder Woman was very good. Exactly. So, yeah. like comparing the two movies, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's on a whole new plane. Yeah. as far as good movies go. Yeah. So, that's Wonder Woman gets like a nine point, like a nine out of ten for me. Right, and, and I don't think I Man think of Steel Man of Steel like probably a seven out of like, ten for me. Really? Wow. Like a seven. Yeah. That's surprising considering give, uh, Superman's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think BVS for me gets a 5 out of 10. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's This is a vastly change from when those movies first came out and you watched them. No, I was giving BVS a 5 when it came out. I don't know. No, I, I was. I've, I've, enjoyed it. I've been pretty consistent on my... I enjoyed BVS, but I'm aware that it was a mess. I... Like... I won't go any further with that, but I'm pretty sure you said it was like a 9 out of 10. <laughs> 
Are you is walking there, out of the theater? That is. Yeah. is like there, I said, I enjoy my theater experiences. Is <laughs> there a it's definitely a five. Is there a particular uh, character that you guys are really excited to see in the movie? Well, I mean, obviously, I'm excited to see Superman, even though he hasn't. You haven't seen anything for him. I'm, I'm just. For a dream oh, part. wait, wait. Th- this okay. So I really wanted to show this to you guys. The Big Bang Theory, the TV show, potentially let out a huge spoiler. They officially partnered with Justice League, the movie. And they have a game that you could play on their website. It was like a wheel, mm-hmm. and it had the logos of all the superheroes in different spots of the wheel. Oh no! And the just and the Green Lantern emblem was there. Oh. Yeah, and this is an official partnership for with them. the movie, or just for Justice League for the League movie characters. for the Justice League movie. They have. We'll see because it's yet to be confirmed. But they have potentially given away the fact that Green Lantern will be in the movie. A Green Lantern. Lots Wee. of people think it's going to be Abin Sir. Which is the Green Lantern that gives Hal Jordan? I would his ring. much rather there be a Green Lantern villain in there. So like Sinestro, but see, Sinestro is always a good guy before he's a bad guy. So that would be rushing it. I think. Who picks the names for these things? It wouldn't have to be Sinestro though. There's lots of bad guys on the Green Lantern. Yeah, it could be someone from the Red Lantern Corps yeah. or someone. I could actually, be Atrocitus. But a it was a green. It was it was a green emblem that they that they potentially leaked. That is like well, we super exciting for well, me. Well, we know it's not going to be Ryan Reynolds, that's for sure. I am, I am so excited that there could potentially be something about this movie that we don't have, like we don't know anything about yet. We don't really know anything. And I'm just, if you guys can see, but I'm waving my hands around like He's crazy. He's very Italian right now. I'm so Italian right now. <laughs> I'm He's got the jazz so hands going. About, uh, no, we haven't had a movie in a long time where I had like a huge. Yeah. Everything gets like, spoiled now. This could be yeah, and that's what I'm excited for. Like if this is true, this could be a huge like unseen twist, and you don't get that a lot in movies now. What was the last movie you watched where they snuck in a like a big like cameo or something like that? Um, I know there was something like last it, year where I was, watched. Was it X Men Apocalypse with Logan? Because he showed up. Like I knew that was happening. Uh, but that's um, like that was cool. There, but people already knew about that. But I mean, uh, like an X Men movie without Logan has there ever like there's no such thing. So yeah, it's literally it's like that's not mm. a big surprise, honestly. I'm not really sure. I think it, I think it was uh, actually no. I think it was um, it was Rogue One. I'll, I'm not sure if I knew that uh, Tarkin was gonna be in it. Yeah. But he was in it a lot, and then I didn't know that. Uh, Leia was gonna be in it either. Those... I did not know that Darth Vader was going to be in it beyond that scene in the middle. Yeah. When they showed him at the end going at it with a lightsaber, I was like, this is the best that's thing I've ever seen in my life. That's, that's probably yeah. that's, that's probably what I'm thinking of, those oh, big shots. That was moments. so cool. I w- yeah. The last third of Rogue One, so, so good. Oh, yeah. it was First the two thirds. They did have to do a little setting uh, pe- up. You people know? are saying Rogue One's like... I enjoyed it. People are like, oh, it's the best Star Wars movie ever. No. 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 But it's the first either. one to be almost unanimously better than the first uh, three movies. So it's up there at least with the original three movies. I think Force Awakens blows the original trilogy out of the water, too. I think Force Awakens blows... I also agree, but some people would argue that it's worse. I I think it blows most of the movies out of the water. I I like... I like episode three and episode six a lot. I am a big fan of The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, that's normally there's no defining best Star Wars movie. However, that's the one I hear come up most. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that uh, Rogue One is their second favorite next to Force Awakens is my second favorite. I know I talked about Mm -hmm. The Last Jedi on the previous podcast or the one before the one before. 
Um, but the new trailer just came out a week or two ago, and I can't say how excited I am for this movie. And I can't wait to talk about it when the movie comes out on this podcast because yeah. it is going to be so insane. The trailer looked like it was just... What's, it's coming out Christmas. Well, not it's Christmas. It's coming out Christmas, but I'm still really excited to talk about it here. That reminds me, though, is um, the... Netflix's Punisher is coming out the same day as Justice League. Mm. I will be talking about that on the next episode. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to give my opinion on that. We have a so lot of new stuff coming out that I can't wait to talk about on the podcast. Because there's yeah. Stranger Things, there's Justice League, there is Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. there's The Punisher, there's Star Wars, and I know it's a lot of movies and TV shows, we but have, it's just so We much. have definitely an unusual amount of good stuff coming out in a span of two months. I was going to say, yeah, because... I've been I've been grasping a little bit of things to talk about. Last, yeah. but now we have like there's a lot of things coming out. Last now. year there was Star Wars and there was another big movie that came out in December. What was it? Uh, um, was it Passengers? What was the Passengers? No, was no. I, there t- was another, I don't think so because I don't know what you're talking about. Another <laughs> like close to Star Wars level hype. Um, oh. of some, probably some sort of DC or Marvel movie. There wasn't a movie like no, those movies didn't come out in December. I know that there was like. Maybe it was in November, but I know there was two big movies. Was it Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? That might have been it. Yeah. yeah. That movie was okay. I saw it once. Yeah. Um, Although I'm really excited to see um, that villain, because um, he's really important to the oh, Harry Potter uh, lore. Grindelwald? Grindelwald. He's really important to the Harry Potter um, lore. That was something that I didn't really see coming. And yep. we're going to see... Um, Fantastic Beasts came out November 10th, 2016, so that's the and, other big one. And what is it? Jude, Jude Law is going to be um, Dumbledore? Young Dumbledore. So I'm, I'm excited. Again, continuity. It just bothers me. It doesn't make sense. He's too young. Jude Law's too young to be Dumbledore. Yes. In that ter- if you think about the other movies. You have no they're... idea what they're going to make him look like, though. That's true. You mm. have no idea. It's Jude Law. He's going to look younger than... What's his face? A lot... Either way, really, a lot of exciting stuff to look for. More than the usual for mm. the... Because usually we have... I mean, at this point, it's weird to say that we're used to having a Star Wars movie at December. Yeah. And so I still remember very vividly seeing uh, the seventh movie and just being, like, oh, so freaking excited. Seeing a Star Wars movie in theaters like, is one of the best experiences you'll ever have. Yeah, like, it's... when I saw because I never got to see a Star Wars movie in mm-hmm. theaters. And mm-hmm. when I saw the credits go down, I was, like, so happy. I wanted to, like, people... When the music like, blared, you're when, when, like... the, when you hear the first... No, no, like I'm, just, I'm literally no, like Lucas a film came like, on screen. I'm just like, huh? no, no. See, yeah. that was the excitement, right? But yeah. then actually seeing the credits go down and actually letting, like, that was the moment where it started to sink in. Like, this is happening. This is happening. So that's, this is happening. That's so we really that, went off rail with Justice that, League. That's and something. Got Star Wars. That's something. We're I was dis- for movies right now. That's something I was disappointed with with Rogue One. Is there what they didn't have the text crawl? Well, they're trying to be different. I don't care. That's <laughs> one of the biggest hypes for a Star Wars movie. They, you're like, oh my god. They were it's trying. a Star Wars story, okay? Whatever. It's different. They're gonna be hipster. They're gonna get story. hipster with it. Oh, that they reminds also me. Came, Solo. Ha- Solo. Yeah, yep. they came out with the new uh, name, name for, for the Han Solo movie, which is Solo. I am officially worried about that movie because Why? they had a lot of problems with their production process. Not to go in too in depth with it, but they had director change. They had several re um, casting. No, they had problems with the lead actor who was playing Han Solo. That's kind of a big deal. But then also had a lot of reshoots too. So 
We got lucky with the reshoots for Rogue One because they had kind a of. lot of reshoots for that one. Well, that changed the whole ending. Yeah, but I still kind of w- would have wanted to see it. Wow, what really? Happened, yeah. Wow. Oh, dude, if you watch the trailers, there's a bunch of stuff that they didn't have in the movie. I'm going to have to go yeah. look at those. And, like, it's all in, like, the last third, too. Huh. So, like, that last third that we all love, that almost was completely different. Hmm. Um, so we got... But those things don't usually work well. Example being Suicide Squad, which had yeah, a lot of reshoots. reshoots for that were bad. <sighs> I don't even know which parts were reshoots, so... But anyway, so Justice League coming out very soon. I'm going to go see it a million times. In our next episode, I will, I will just... You talk about you'll that, hear about it. Talk about the I'm gonna talk about the Punisher, but you'll hear a little bit about Justice League from me. Yeah, I will. I will naturally be very excited. Do you want to go see it on the weekend? <sighs> we shall see. Okay. I definitely want to. Like I said, I want to see it in theaters. Speaking of going to see movies, we still have to get tickets for The Last Jedi because I need to watch it the, the yeah. weekend of. But I can't go see it. Like, we the can night talk of. about that yeah, later. Right. We are seeing Star Wars opening night. That is happening for sure. I can't. And do you it. should see a Star Wars opening night because that's one of you the best movie it. experiences you can have right now. And for all we know, like it may seem like we have Star Wars movies forever at this point with Disney, but that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Enjoy so, while it lasts. Yeah. You guys won't be young forever. It's crazy. They said the gap between the sixth movie and the first movie was like uh, 30 years. You're talking about the sixth yeah, movie the and the seventh trilogy, movie? Yeah, the original trilogy and then the second trilogy. Yeah, that's 30 years. Like, it's exactly the same yeah. amount of time from the last movie that came out compared to the movie that just came out. So it was like, I think, um, uh, Return of the Jedi, did it come out in 83? 83, 85? Um, there was, are definitely 80s movies. It was basically 30 years. Like it was a, it was a regular time here and in the, in the story. Hmm. So it was pretty cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds like another episode in the wraps for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hope you Thanks. guys enjoyed that. Yeah. Rants. We, uh, <laughs> probably our most ragey episode yet. But I enjoyed it. Most ranty. I, I enjoyed I got a lot being stuff uh, out. obnoxious. Uh, I already have the name for this one. Yeah. We'll talk about Thanks that. Thanks for us. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, and we, we are. will see you next time. Or you will see us next time, rather. Thank you for all your support. Um, make sure you check out geekkind.tv. Um, hit up the forums, discussions, all that stuff. And we post lots of articles and follow-up articles to the stuff that we talk about on Inconceivable on our front page or otherwise known as Geek Feed. But in the meantime, this has been Inconceivable. Inconceivable. You're still like, we're never going to get get it. Inconceivable. 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 Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. The been thinking about McDonald's all day, can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 